Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It's August 17, 2023, and it's time for your Impact Wrestling post show. A couple weeks away from Impact Emergence, and of course, Multiverse of Matches is this coming weekend as well. Plenty to talk about on today's show. I am at Joel Pearl, and as always, I'm here with my number one, my ride or die. Kate doesn't matter because it's all about Cresta, the star. How you doing, Cresta? I'm doing well. The energy levels are high today. I'm happy to be with you guys. There's a lot of bullying on this episode of Impact. This episode of Impact should have been rushed for time, so we bullied everyone. <laughs> well, don't bully us. Instead, you can go ahead, leave a thumbs up on the video, and subscribe to us here at youtube.com slash Fightful. If you haven't already, what are you waiting for? We're over 100,000 strong hit that milestone on Monday, just before Monday Night Raw. So, of course, we're celebrating in style. What is that style? Talking about Impact Wrestling. That's Period. Yeah. And, of course, you can donate a Super Chat if you want to support us with your money. Any amount, get your question or statement right on the air. Or go to HumperChats.com. Crest will tell you how and why and what to do. So this is what you're going to do. You're like, I don't want to do my donation through YouTube. That's fine. You go to HumperChats.com. You put in your dollar amount, your comment. We get to keep a little bit more of your dollar amount. It goes towards the lights, the heating, the pool, the dog, the crabs, the lobsters in the Hudson. And we'll answer your question on air. HumperChats.com. Tell them Joel sent you. And if you have crabs, there is shampoo for that. I was talking about the ones you eat. So was I. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Funny to talk about about tonight's show. I really, really enjoyed tonight's episode of Impact. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the mood. Maybe it was the build. There were some standout matches. There were some standout mm-hmm. moments. I'm excited because I'll be going to Emergence in a couple of weeks uh, in Toronto. Yes. Uh, I am very much looking forward to it as they get closer to the card. Stories are being built. I'm I'm looking forward to it. These these Impact Plus shows, these whatever you want to call them, non-traditional pay-per-view shows, uh, typically aren't big, but Impact finds a way to make good stories out of them. So I kind of gave them shit about not having uh, a world title match or an exhibition title match and instead mm. lumping them all into one big multi-man match. But it looks like we're getting a lot of really good stuff instead of that. So as we kind of march closer, what were your overall thoughts about tonight's show? And are you still looking forward to Emergence Cresta? I am looking forward to emergence and multiverse of matches for whom the bell tolls. I think there's a lot of impacts coming up. So the wrestling fan in me is like, yeah, the person who has to cover these shows are like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> is this how Sean feels? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Well, no, that's why he just runs off to the UK and gives the all in post show to uh, Reg and Phil. So the Grab City guys. So they're going to do that. On uh, on all out, no, all in. Sorry, all in. What's all this then? <laughs> what's all What's all in then? Well, he's not going to be at all in because you know if you subscribe to FiveFullSelect.com, you know that he's doing some work with WWE in the backstage areas. Okay. Oh, Kurt. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Impact Emergence, our post show. This is just a programming note. Uh, I don't know yet what the plan is. 
for those of you who are aware of Tim, who was my former host on Tim and Joel Call in the Ring, Tim has a studio nearby. Tim is also unavailable for emergence. I am trying to figure out what's going to happen. That might mean Cresta and I do a post show the next day, or we figure something out, we record something. Either way, you will not be without an emergence post show. It just might not be directly after emergence, which honestly might not be a big deal considering all in, all in. earlier that day. And the post show for that would have been a couple hours earlier. Well, whatever it is, we're going to make it work for you guys and for us. But now that you said that out loud, we should be doing a post show for Multiverse United or not. No, no, no. We didn't do one for the last one. There's no big, the, the big title match is arguably the, there, there's the Tanahashi and Shelly match, but really in terms of like where a title could change hands, that strong open weight championship match that they announced, the four way between Deanna uh -huh. and Giselle Shaw, Momokogo, and of course the world, the strong champion Julia, that is the only one where I'm like, someone else could win, but I don't really see it happening because Julia just won that title. So there's nothing on the card that I'm immediately like, we have to do a post show, something major is going to happen. We have pals who are going to be there from Fightful, so Period. really they'll be they'll be covering it. We will be covering it on the website. I just don't think we're going to do a post show. Okay, work. I'm glad we got those programming notes out of the way. <laughs> I mean, told to break into someone's house. The venue is far from people's houses, so I doubt that's going to happen. I'm better to break into Tim's studio, which I might do. All right, pull up, Tim. You know what time it is. He said something poutine. I don't speak Canadian. I'm, I'm seeing sorry. him tomorrow. We're going to SmackDown. It's fine. Uh, Aww. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Listen, my, my agreement with Tim was always I'm taking you everywhere that we can go. You, That's he so was, cute. He, he is my, he's my wrestling partner. I love that. Of course. I need one of those in New York. That's not my little brother because Jesus Christ on a biscuit. <laughs> Well, let's open up with BTI and, of course, our best pal, George Eisen, who's back in the coffee shops, as he has been for the last few weeks. Uh, really, he's just promoting Impact 1000. No real talk of emergence. Uh -huh. He mentions that there are going to be some big surprises on September 9th when they tape Impact 1000 in New York State. You, it's far for you, though. It's in White Plains, I think. You're not yeah. Happy. I mean, I, I was thinking about it. I'm not going to hold you. I've been covering Impact long enough. And I'm like, I don't think that'd be too terrible. And worst case scenario, I can go stay with my mom. But I love my mom. <laughs> anyway, I could. I was thinking about it. Maybe I might I, I might dabble. I might see how much the tickets are. I might. I might. Hey, you might not even have to leave her. We can talk about that off the air later on. So anyway, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, the beautiful people have been announced. Now, here's the thing about beautiful people. They were a stable with more than just those two. Madison Rain was a member of that group. And of course, she's with AEW, but that's mm -hmm. never stopped AEW from allowing talent to come over and do an impact show. Lacey Von Eric is probably not going to be making an appearance. And um, there was a guy in, in that uh, in that stable, Cresta. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I don't know who that stable is. So, I thought Maria Canellis would be in it because she's a beautiful person. She is. But Unfortunately, she wasn't. Okay. The, uh, the, the male member, he went by the name Cute Kip. It ain't Kip Sabian, I'll tell you that much. Oh, Tihi. Oh, no, he said it's not Kip Sabian. Oh, I don't know, girl. You got me on this one. He goes by the name Daddy Ass. Right He's retired. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be talking about that retirement on Saturday on Collision on the post. That's show. listen. That is a very sensitive time for us colliders. <laughs> Daddy Ass is gone. <laughs> Either way, at one time the beautiful people included those people I just talked about. Billy Gunn, aka Kip, cute Kip at the time, was a part of that stable. If they allow him to come over for that Impact 1000 taping, I will be very happy don't expect i would it. too great. yeah i know I, I don't expect it either but awesome kong is announced to be their team 3d is going to reunite for the first time in many years in impact wrestling that's bully and of course devon will be there i don't know if devon's devon's going to be able to take a bump or do anything because he's got a back yonomy but like i said last week his sons are both pro wrestlers have them do whatever with bully and it would look great I agree with that. Or at least have Devon go on the mic because I bully his promos are good. He get under your skin, but Devon was the preacher. Testify. Come on now. Like I, I would love him to at least cut a promo. Hey, the boys getting beat up by PCO. Not against that. 
we'll talk the boys beating up PCO. Or the boys beating up PCO. We'll talk about that a little bit. And, of course, more surprises by George Iceman as he uh, plugs Impact 1000. And then the match, Swingman taking on Sheldon Jean with Kenny King in his corner. Love it. Swingman versus Kenny King in emergence for the Digital Media Championship. He's going to discover the internet. Crest the star, Johnny Swinger, is going to become an internet digital media aficionado. Are you excited for this? Johnny Swinger has gotten two wins in the past two weeks. First with Zicky Dice. And no, is it, is it two or three weeks? Either way, he's won twice. I've been watching and covering this show for a year and some change. This is the first time I've seen him win back to back and not on some, hey, you gave me a handshake deal and a hot dog out back, buddy. <laughs> Honestly, I want him to win it. <laughs> this is what great. I I, is listen, great. I said it. Set it on, on Twitter or whatever you want to call that app now. I don't care. He's going to come out one week like Quagmire from Family Guy when he discovers the internet. One arm going to be jacked to the gills, and he's just going to be like, oh, what's going on over there? He's just going to be completely out of it, and that's going to be Swingman's. He's going to get addicted to social media. He's going to get addicted to Instagram. He's going to be posting reels. He's going to go on TikTok. He's going to become TikTok famous. I swear to God, Johnny Swinger, there's legs to this. If you discover TikTok, you will be a made man this is fantastic the match was fantastic him trying to cheat and the ref was like you gotta take off the fanny pack and he's like bro mind your business where did he <laughs> first of all when did he start carrying shivs with him <laughs> homemade prison shivs at that i know he's carrying one in the front pack and then one coming out of his backside i don't know what that was about but i loved it and of course the, this whole thing starts with swingman must post so he's doing full-on like 80s wrestling bs and i love it uh swinger starts going for a wind up and of course sheldon gene turns that into a pump kick that's some good stuff eventually kenny king gets up on the apron goes for a distraction as the referee's uh trying to get king off the apron heath shows up out of nowhere hits the uh wake-up call on sheldon gene and then swingman gets the pin because of course he does so uh we're setting up some sort of tag match between these four good for me i'm happy with that this match was fun cresta this match overall was really great. I will say, Sheldon Jean, you better not too much on Johnny Swinger. He is a senior citizen, and elder abuse is a crime. <laughs> no, not the elder abuse. I mean, Johnny Swinger capitalized on it. I was not expecting Heath. Honestly, I was not expecting Heath. I'm not mad at it, but don't build me up for Johnny Swinger to lose now, because I'm gonna be. I am going to be upset. <laughs> It was it was a really fun match. I'm looking forward to whatever they're going to do with Emergence. If it's on the Countdown show, that's pretty much par for the course when it comes to the Digital Media Championship. Yeah. However, I just love to see if they put that on the main card. Swingman's got to win. That's all. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Do it with the fan, fan, the confetti, and everything. If you do that, oh my god, the impact they're, they're, faithful. <laughs> I'm going to walk into the building and immediately look up at the ceiling and be like, oh my god, are the balloons up? Are there balloons? <laughs> They gotta be disco balloons and ball disco balls. If you see that venue live, Rebel is a it's trip, man. It is a fun venue. Uh we open up Impact Wrestling, the actual television show, with Deanna Perrazzo versus Kylan King. This match was absolutely for me. I loved it. They have such good chemistry, do Deanna and Kylan King. Uh just King being the bigger woman compared to Deanna. Deanna going for the Hurricane Rana, hitting one, then going for it again, but King overpowering, turning into that front face slam. There was just some really good, good stuff. Of course, Deanna has to win eventually. She she hits everything. She she does her arm bar. She does the Koji clutch, which she rarely does. And then she eventually gets the win with the Venus de Milo. But of course, Kylan King looks great with this whole match. Talk to me. What do you think about this? This match was stiff. These girls were beating the hell out of each other. Before I get into what I liked, let me tell you what I disliked, and it was only one thing. The audacity to not give Deanna Perrazzo an intro. The audacity. I feel like I feel like Matthew Raywalt here, like, give the virtuosa her respect. I could not believe that. Besides that, this match was great. When she hit the Koji Clutch, I was like, I've never seen you do that. And the moment I said that, the commentary was like, bro, she never does this. She rarely does it. And that Venus de Milo, it, I don't know if it was Kylan selling or a combination of both. That looked like she was going to tear that girl's arms out the socket. And then when she had the arms crossed in the back, I, psh, psh, I never want to wrestle. I never want to wrestle Deanna Perrazzo. Not for real. Not for play. Never. Oh, that looks so good. She is such a good wrestler. She is such a good wrestler. 
Did I say that Deanna Perrazzo is such a good wrestler and I love Trinity? But if I'm Trinity, I'm looking at that I'm like y'all gotta injure you, bro, because you're not for that's a joke. That's a joke. But it's like, bro, I don't, you you not gonna stretch me like some play-doh like that. Oh no, bro. Oh no, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> to me, this is the emergence main event. Yes. Trinity and Deanna should absolutely be the last match to go on it's a title match again we talked about a world title exhibition championship tied up in that other match in the in the tag match let's have these women one-on-one who's the best who's the better one and you know what if someone comes back that night afterwards to start setting up whoever wins the 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 match whoever sets up the next feud we can start it there and i think that would be just so much fun kylan king hitting that gotch neutralizer towards the end so good again this match was absolutely for me the chemistry was there the communication and the ring awareness of both women it was right there and i really really love this match so go ahead find it it's worth going out of your way for i will also say that when kylan king moves up the card eventually i would love to see a salty run back where she where she pins diana because i think that these two they the chemistry between them they got the stones and the stuff it's giving I guess what I'm missing from Deanna Grace, I'm getting in Kylan Deanna. Mm, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on. Gia Miller's backstage with uh, Kenny King. We're following up on the BTI stuff. King says, what do you call a man with no body or no nose? And Gia Miller's like, I don't know. And he says, nobody knows. He says, that's the, that's a bad joke. And so is Swingman. He says, Swingman's 748 years old. He has no business challenging for the Digital Media Championship or the DMC, as he calls it, uh, which is basically, that's the company that made the DeLorean. Anyway, uh, Gia points out that Shelton Jean lost on BTI, and King's like, no, 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 no. We're not worried about Heath. We're going to take him out. And then King says he'll break Swingman's hips, and nobody's going to be around to push him. Uh, Fun little segment here. It's good stuff. I liked it. Kenny King is an absolute clown. I'll have you know, as someone who's 4,000 years old, I was there when Johnny Swinger was born, and 700 is a conservative number. <laughs> this was this segment was exactly what it needed to be. And just Sheldon Jean in the background, DMC. <laughs> Everybody needs a hype man, Cresta. I love, because like, um, okay, so I've been in the Impact Tapes. And I feel a little proud that I can make this comparison because that's what Kenny King was doing for Bobby Lashley back in the day. <laughs> I like so that. I each one, it. teach one. Look at me watching all impact tapes. <laughs> Girl does her homework. I appreciate it. I love it. Wasn't the best part of wasn't the best years of impact, but at least you were putting yourself through the paces. I listen. It showed up on my suggested and i think it was the beat down crew and it was somebody it was it was a young mvp i was like who is this young man it was mvp and bobby lashley's like i don't care about this i'm just here to get money and kenny king doing exactly what sheldon g give money <laughs> first ever iwgp intercontinental champion mvp Get your, get your facts straight anyway uh <laughs> santino's backstage kevin knight calls him a panther it's just so stupid bully walks in this this segment had so much going on and i i loved it and loathed it simultaneously he calls he's a bully walks in does his his you know i'm a badass routine and tells kevin knight to take a hike and then he's like santino i gotta talk to you and then he starts like i need your help i need protection and he's just being a total chicken shit and it's perfect and then all of a sudden as he's pleading his case musa myers walk into frame and then he gets hard again he's just like so yeah we gotta do something about this bco you better get him in line and i'm just I'm dying. It's fantastic. Meanwhile, Brian Myers wants a match against Alex Shelley tonight. And uh, Santino's like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. So next week, they're going to do Shelley and Myers. Shelley walks in and does his yep routine, which is fun. So it's title match. And then Moose and Myers are calling their emergence opponents cowards. And then Kevin Knight walks in. He's like, no, no, no. You can't talk about my tag partner, Kushida, like that. So Santino makes Moose versus Kevin Knight tonight. Buddy, we're going to talk about that match. But first, let's talk about this segment. It was everywhere and nowhere all the same time. This was literally Fightful Overbooked, bro. <laughs> That's what that was. That was overbooked. Fightful Overbooked. Period. Don't forget to subscribe now. Come on now. But like that was, it was overbooked in the best way because it was like, okay, this, 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 this. Great. You have just been watching this for 30 seconds. <laughs> they set up one match for tonight and they set up one match for next week and it worked. 
honestly bully doing this, but I set him on fire. I don't understand how he's here. And trying to look hard for Moose and Myers. Myers, okay, whatever. But Moose, Moose, you could give him a hot dog and a handshake and he would come to work and beat people up for free. The fact that he gets paid to beat people up, there's only one other person, professional wrestling, that I know, no, two other people, and that's Randall Keith Orton and Lance Archer. You could give them white castles and they would come to work and beat up your whole roster. The fact that you pay them is a plus. So you can't be weak around Moose because Moose will kick your head off and set your house off. <laughs> for everyone who gave Bully shit when he started back in Impact, and then, you know, we we were both, you know, not big on it to start. This, to me, is why you keep a guy like Bully around. Because it was one of those segments where when he pulls over Santino and says, you got to help me. I'm so scared. And it's just, it's perfect. It is the right, it's, it's, I'm sorry, I'm going to borrow his line. That's heat. And it's the right amount of heat. Not and it's so, it's so fun. And you know what? I... I appreciated it. And then, of course, Musa Meyer's walking in, and all of a sudden, he just does a 180, and he's he's Bully Ray again, and he's that mm. guy. I, I liked it. So uh, let's move on. Killer Kelly, Savannah Evans, and Jessica, you know she's very sick, although she was shouting it from the rooftops tonight. <laughs> she mech had it tonight. She mech had it. Seriously. <laughs> Jessica pushes Killer Kelly at the beginning, tells her she must be this tall to ride. That was the best line of the night because I've used that in real life. And the fact that she used that in a wrestling match, that's how I know you guys just as jokes. <laughs> Kelly goes up top instead, takes down both women with a crossbody to open the match. It's good stuff. There's honestly, it's just, it's two much bigger women versus killer. Kelly, who was a tag champion, knockouts tag champion. Uh, she hits a sleeper hold on Jessica and holds on for a while Eventually, the finish Killer Kelly actually gets the win by dropping Savannah Evans on top of Jessica with that DVD and then getting the victory. Uh, this is it was a fine match. It was a good match. I don't really have much to add other than it just existed because these three women are going to be part of that multi-team knockouts tag match at Emergence. I don't have any complaints about it. I'm... I have been saying that I'm saved on this channel and I'm going to say my saved opinion, but also commentary. You're not helping it when you're like Killer Kelly's being a voyeur out here just staring at these two big women kill each other. I'm trying to be a better person and you are not helping. Also, shout out to Savannah Evans because I rarely see Jessica get tossed around like that. And Savannah Evans was tossing Killer Kelly and Jessica around. Okay, sis. Yeah, I, I'm I'm here for that. I'm here for that. And I, I can't wait to see what we do with Savannah Evans next. She gets better and better. Her and Giselle Shaw, every time I see them, they get better and better every time. Yeah, Savannah Evans is someone that you and I get to talk about pretty frequently. And it mm -hmm. seems like each time we do, it's it's positive. It's Things are going the right way and things are looking good. So as she continues to do the work that she's doing and work how she is, she's mm -hmm. going to go much further than than she appears to be right now. I could see her, much like Kylan King, winning the Knockouts Championship. And if not winning the Knockouts Championship, you know how there's always that one person in the wings who's a pain in your behind because they're so good? I could see her doing that. I could see her doing that. Yeah, in my case, I call her Kate. You better stop when she come back. She ain't coming back. She got in bed. No, she's walking the dog. I don't know. She, probably, she ain't coming back. <laughs> Dirty Dangos back with Alpha. Alpha Bravo, and uh, the question they ask is, why do you think Jake something returned to Impact? And they just make fun of Jake something. They say, what if Mike Awesome was Mike something? I love that. And then they say, what what is it, Viano something for? Viano something to? Yeah, Jake something's not ranked in the PWI top 500. And then they ask, why did Dango run from Jake? And he's like, I didn't run. You know, Jake something is going to get a rub from facing Dirty Dango and then go back to the VFW Hall and the Outlaw Mud shows. He says he looks like Tarzan, but he plays like Jane. And I'm like, can't, you can't do that. And then they say, go check his profile, his Tinder profile. Is he still, is he Jake something on Tinder? First of all, Cresta, I don't know if you've ever used Tinder, but you, that's not how Tinder works. <laughs> you know, just listen, if you are a wrestling that, fan. What do you know about Tinder? What you a wrestling fan? Knock it off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure wrestling fans have at least tried Tinder and have been like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I met my wife on Tinder, so tread carefully. I'm, I'm not judging. I'm just saying the average wrestling fan, what's a Tinder? All I know is PWI, hot chip, and lies. <laughs> I like it. No, this was funny. And also, yes, you cannot search on Tinder. You search it on Tinder. I don't I think that's against their TOS. You got a copy of the API. Maybe they already matched with Jake something. Maybe they're catfishing him. Uh, 
I'm reporting this. I feel like there's a crime here. You know, if you see something, say something. I'm saying something. <laughs> well, you can say this. Jake Something's going to challenge Sonata at Impact Emergence. They announced that tonight. And I do wonder what that's going to mean for the Dango feud. Are they going to put it off for a little bit? Or is Dango going to get involved during the Sonata match? It's not for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It's just Jake Something versus Sonata. One-on-one. -on -one. It's a match. I assume Dango's going to run in, cause a distraction, or do something set up something for tv tapings i don't know but i wouldn't be surprised if he's looking in the shadows of that match that's not a bad shout but also i feel like jake something is going to kill dirty dango i i, <laughs> I like dango but i feel like you're going to die <laughs> well dango hates pro wrestling and what's more pro wrestling than new japan pro wrestling and their champion and what's more pro wrestling than dying in impact <laughs> That's fair. That's very pro wrestling. <laughs> Tell you what, this was pro wrestling at its finest. Kevin Knight's versus Moose. I said on Twitter, this was Kevin Knight's breakthrough impact match. There was so much good stuff, and we're going to talk about the spots, but I just need to say that Kevin Knight, he continues to be good, and we talk about it almost mm -hmm. weekly on this show. This was the first time where I can say, holy crap, he works with anybody. Moose gave him yes. everything. Moose sold for everything. The two had great chemistry. The match was just fantastic. I loved it. Uh, and Kevin Knight looked, he looked like he could win this match. His hope spots were crisp. Moose eventually gets the win, hits that spear. But Kevin Knight was the story in this match. Talk to me, please, because I think we both liked it. Yes, this match was amazing. I think this is truly a match of thirds because in the first third, Kevin Knight was throwing everything but the kitchen sink at Moose, and Moose was like, stop it, knock it off. You are about to fly in my presence. Until they got to the middle of it where he got outside when you were talking about the hope spots. I think it was Kevin Knight did like a, a – I don't want to say it was a moonsault. Look at your notes, Cresta. Don't be ashamed. You don't have to remember everything. <laughs> well, he does, he, he does his uh... – his top rope Frankensteiner and he does, a yes. top, he does the crossbodies and everything. That's a, that's his part of his, dip, his gimmick. Yeah. I mean, what I was trying to say was that Kevin Knight in the middle of this match was really giving Moose everything he had. And even in the final third where it was very back and forth, but I knew what it was when Moose was telling the crowd to shut the hell up. You suck. <laughs> Moose was being a menace, but Kevin Knight tonight looked amazing fantastic this much like the very first match i encourage you and implore you to go ahead and watch this is truly moose saying i get paid to beat you up and this is great and this is kevin knight saying you won't beat me up and it's a really good fabulous story live from the crowd they were chanting moose sucks and moose yells back so does your mom and they cheered it they cheered him He's such a heel moose is one of your moose is one of those heels where your favorite heels heel is moose <laughs> one thing that again i really enjoyed about this match was that like you said it, it was a match of, of obvious thirds and that's that's mm -hmm. a good thing and in the the third third you had kevin knight doing a lot of the same moves again but adapting on the fly because as mm -hmm. he kept doing them he learned moose is going to counter like this so i'm going to try it like this and the fact that kevin knight has these long legs that go everywhere when you throw them around he just, they both sell so well for their body types and just, they both knew what they wanted out of this match. It looks so good. The code yeah. red on Moose, you don't uh, typically do that. You and don't was, do that on Moose. That he's not a, he's a tall guy. There's something good coming with Kevin Knight. I see in the chat, they're talking about, you know, future junior heavyweight champion. Yeah, absolutely. If, if New Japan wants to go and keep giving Kevin Knight these opportunities, wonderful. If, Impact decides to scoop him up for whatever reason after a contract mm -hmm. is over, just as well. I'm enjoying Kevin Knight on my screen. I'm enjoying talking about him on these shows because he continues to get better and better each week. And I think Moose proved that, you know, Moose is very um, uh, polarizing in wrestling. And, and, you know, whether it's for personal reasons or his wrestling isn't for you, mm -hmm. I, I understand. But in this case, he really does prove that he he knows how to do this. And yeah. he knows when he has the right opponent and he has someone, Kevin Knight's size, stature, everything, it just came together really well. 
you know that's crazy. I've never heard people. Say, I've never heard anyone say they didn't like Moose. But now that the way you phrase, like I can see people say they don't like. But I like because he's a piece of crap heel, and that's exactly what he needs to be. In a lot of times, like to me, he's not so far on the deep end like Bully Ray. But Bully Ray makes me a happy hypocrite every time he does something great. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, I will. I want to hate this, but oh god, yes, I'm. You know what I mean? Like. Like, I think Moose is so fantastic. And here, like you said, Kevin Knight, be, I feel like he's deceptively tall and leggy. Moose just throwing him around made it look so believable. These two were fantastic. I could talk about this match all goddamn night, bro. Yeah, no, it was just really good stuff. Again, this, this is why this was an episode to go out of your way to watch because there were some really solid matches and some really solid segments. Mm-hmm. For example, Rascals are backstage with Gia Miller. And they eventually immediately ask, hey, did you miss the Rascals? Gia smiles and, and like says yes. And then as they're kind of celebrating with each other, she turns to the camera and she's just like, no. And it's very good stuff. It's perfect little camera work like that, that, you know, that rewards the audience who are paying attention. Uh, Ace of Bay show up in the middle. They all argue over the good hands getting involved in Ace of Bay's uh, tag title uh, tournament match last week. And then Santino shows up. He's like, no, we're not doing this here. Rascals, you may have paid the good hands to get involved in your tag tourney match. And then Trey hits them with the, who do you think you are? I am line and looks at himself like he's so proud of himself again. And then Santino makes good hands versus Ace of Bay's next week. And they said, the show must have won. And then they're like, what did he say? And he's like, I go on. And then they just walk away very confusingly. What the hell was that finish? I mean, sometimes I like Santino, but sometimes he tries to force jokes. And if you've got to force it, think of it like a fart. If you got to force it, it's probably shit. So I like that uh, <laughs> Wentz was like accusations uh, close to the uh, Rick Ross one. And if you know who do you think you are, I am the original. That is internet comedy gold right there. If you know, you know. A quick synopsis is some guy is winning a bowling tournament and getting heckled by a kid and his winning speech is, who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, I did it. Me. <laughs> Look it up. It's That's lore. That's history. Impress your friends. We're all going to go bowling after this. Y'all are going to go bowling after this. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with bowling. I like bowling. I'm going to Baldur's Gate. <laughs> nice try. Speaking of nice try, I didn't love Khan versus Eric Young. I thought it was better than what I was told. Dino keeps getting involved in the match, hitting Eric Young and doing it behind the referee's back. I do like that Eric Young proved that Khan is not infallible and takes him down with that big back body drop. You mm-hmm. don't see Khan off his feet, and they did it emphatically with that body drop. It was good stuff. Uh, does the DVD on Khan, which is great. And then as Young is about to hit the pile driver, Diener comes in, hits a steel chair, and we got a DQ finish. Khan chokes slams Eric Young. Diener sits on top of him after the match. What do you think of this? Clearly, we're moving stories ahead with Eric Young and Diener. I liked seeing Khan Russell. I didn't think the match was that bad, but... I had a feeling that Eric Young was going to get cheated out of his boots. Now I'm going to say this one time because I want to enjoy this story, but I'm going to say it now. Do not drag this because I think there's an organic high, middle, and end. And we're still at the beginning. But please do not drag this because I think that no one's going to look good out of this except Eric Young. And I think that's not fair to Khan. I see why Angels broke away from it. And I don't want all the hard work we put on Diener to be undone if you drag it, drag it, drag it. They've been losing a lot. Let either Diener win emphatically or just break up the design. I'm going to enjoy it because it's at the beginning. But that's all, that's, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying it again. I'm not repeating it. <laughs> it feels to me like Bound for Glory is going to be the blow off. And that's October. Mm-hmm. So we got a little bit of time. Khan and Diener versus Eric Young and who knows who. We talked mm-hmm. about PCO at one point. But... Is it going to be Young versus Diener at Bound for Glory? Is it going to be, like, do we do a one-on-one match or is it going to be another tag match? Is there somebody else that comes in? You know, Crazy Steve is currently making his uh, case, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. But uh-huh. uh, wh- where do we go from here, knowing that we're telling the story that eventually goes to Diener versus Eric Young? I think there's three possibilities in my mind. One, the design breaks up for good. Eric Young sees the error of his ways, and he puts down that which he has created. Done. They all go their separate ways. Eric Young get the brakes beat off of him in a one-on-one, and it, it cannot be any other way. It cannot be any other way. Like Cody Diener, he's not Cody Diener, but Cody Diener needs to beat Eric Young so bad 
that either Eric Young is part of the design or like he has to assimilate or something or Eric Young goes crazy, something like that. Or now that you had said uh, Crazy Steve, you have Crazy Steve come to protect Eric Young from Khan saying, I see your vision. If you're immortal, I want to be immortal too. Ah, ah, ah. But I think that if we're going to keep doing the design, he needs to win. In fact, he needs to beat up Eric Young. Eric Young needs to sell like, oh, God, and I know he can do it. He needs he needs to get beat up. Or else at this point, it's kind of like, what's the point of the design? The ultimate feel-good moment to me is big Joe Doring. God, if he was, if he if he's better, if he's doing, if he can, if he can do it, if he was healthy, if he's, and there are a lot of questions that I don't have answers to. And again, it's a private health matter. I'm not going to pry for that. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Excuse me, I had to cough. But if you have Big Joe to just come in and do that tag match, if he's well and he's able, that is the most, oh God, passionate and just emotional match that you can have. Con and Diener versus Eric Young and Big Joe Doring. The, the monsters of the design versus the leaders of the design. No, I agree. The old guard versus the new guard. But I think that the 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 resolution should be a one on one though, eventually. Yes, I agree. Uh, I just I I wish and I know there are so many people who agree with me on that, mm-hmm. that if if Big Joe's able to go and he's healthy and everything's good, um, it would be wonderful to see him back. Uh obviously, like I said, don't know the situation. I can only hope that he's doing better each day yeah. and you know that his health is improving, but we're going to leave it at that. It's just my mind continues to go there, and I'd love to see it. But hopefully 
Hopefully we will someday. Sending uh, him well wishes. Yeah, positive vibes. Dude is just amazing. Just an amazing human being. Uh, that's all I can say. So Henry, speaking of which, Henry and Yuya in a montage. I love this. Just watch it. Just watch the stupid montage. I don't need to tell you anything other than these guys are going to have the just the best tag run and then the most heartbreaking splits when one turns on the other in a few weeks. You just it's gonna be Joe Hendry, damn it. And people are thinking Joe Hendry's gonna turn heel. I don't know if it's true, but I we're doing stuff with Yuya, and that's the best. We're giving Yuya a little bit more, and mm-hmm. I kind of hope that he I hope that he's the one who turns. I hope that he's the one who shows that fire because Yuya is right now he's just the second he's just the sidekick let him become that badass guy who takes out joe hendry but listen i am a joe hendry stan joe hendry is not the good guy <laughs> i cannot stress that enough joe hendry is not the good guy you insult people through song you're literally he's literally a bard <laughs> Listen, I get it. I get it. However, you gotta, you gotta let it, you gotta let it go. Henry is just. I love it. I love him. No matter. Listen, he could, he could poop in his head and clap in front of my face. I'd be like, I believe in Joe Henry. (laughs) (laughs) It's disturbing as hell. I'm saying that he, much like Zelina Vega, could do no wrong to me. They could do no wrong to me. They could do no wrong. So even though I see you who you really are, I think Yuya is a, he has the look of a baby face. He's so sweet. I think, I think we would get more heat on Joe Hendry and it would send more, um, what's the opposite of heat? Oh, I had it and then I just forgot it. (laughs) I I say heat so much. I don't know what the opposite of heat is. Momentum? Yeah, momentum's fine. I think it'll give you yeah, some baby face momentum, you know? I I don't hate it. I don't I I kind of want to see the Joe Hendry of old that screwed over somebody to get a contract. <laughs> we'll see what they do. I do think that eventually they're going to they might just be the first to challenge a team like the Rascals for the Impact Tag Titles okay. and then that's where the break happens when they lose. Easy as that. Just a Maybe quick- not the oh. first. Maybe ABC first. ABC's got to deal with the good hands first. I guess it's going to happen before. Either way, I, I agree with you, ABC. I feel like ABC's the longer term, like the bound for glory match. And let the rascals kind of be a bunch of dicks for a little bit. Cause Henry and Yuya to uh, to break up because they couldn't coexist or they couldn't do the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, they're really, Yuya and, and Henry are not made to be a tag team story. The, the, it's not about the two tag teams against each other. It's about Henry and Yuya eventually breaking up in my eyes. Like it's the, the whatever tag match they have, it doesn't matter. It matters what happens afterwards when they break up. I'm not going to hold you. I, I can see them being a Franken team that wins though. Yeah, I could. Uh, I could see that too. I just, I don't know how long they're going to build that for. It's yeah, clearly, that's fair. It's clearly popular because it's very fun. And a guy like Joe Henry has a lot of really creative ideas. And we yeah. saw that tonight. Go watch that montage. It's very, very fun and very silly. Yes. <laughs> uh, before we get into the Crazy Steve segment, I do want to, and, and, and by the way, kudos to Impact for doing this as well. On their socials, they uh, they hit everyone with a, with a trigger warning. So I will do the same. Uh, a trigger warning, content warning. There is talk about, uh, about abuse uh, and about suicide. So please just... Keep that in mind if this is something that is uncomfortable for you. Uh, fast forward through this or mute us right now if you're live, whatever it is. Just letting you know right now, this is the second part of the sit down with Crazy Steve. They get very deep. They get very dark. He's sitting down with Tom Hannafin. Talks about his his dad being uh, abusive and his mom being the loving mother who raised him but suffered from her own mental health or sorry, her own health issues. Uh, and then he signed his contract, Crazy Steve did, in 2014 with Impact. Said it was supposed to be the happiest day of my life, but it wasn't because three weeks prior, uh, his mom had unfortunately passed as she had uh, committed suicide. And so he says, you know, I was told to dress up like a clown, put out smiles on faces, but I was anything but happy. And I was not wanting to be there because of everything that was happening in my, my personal life. Says, I'm no clown. 
I'm not crazy. And Tom says, I believe you. And the audience believes you. But why are you doing this all now? And what does the future hold? And then they say it's to be concluded next week. So we got the cliffhanger. We got the story from Crazy Steve. I wasn't as bought into it last week. But this week really got me, Cresta. This was a really, really good personal segment from Steve. Holy cat crap. Like, to have a wrestler reveal that much of themselves, I always think is very personal. And at first, I'm like, I thought that this was kind of a work at first. Because when he said, you know, I put an end, so I put an end to it. And Tom Hannafin was like, what you mean by that? And then he starts telling the story about his mother. I was like, crazy, Steve. I want to hug you. Oh, my goodness. Um, I could see the juxtaposition of having to grieve your mother and then go out and be a clown to make everybody laugh. There's a joke that they often say in the Joker movies, like, you know, the patient goes to see the doctor, says I'm depressed, and the doctor says, you should go see Geppetto the Clown. The man starts laughing. A man starts crying. The doctor's like, why are you crying? And, and the man says, I, what if I'm Geppetto the Clown? You know what I mean? So that's woof, woof. I hope this leads to something super serious, but even at the same time, woof, woof. I knew this young man was blind, but woof. I want to hug him even now talking about it. Like, come here, homie. When this all started, you know, I sat here and I said, this is going to be a means to get crazy Steve to be, to get back to Rosemary, Mm -hmm. right? And bring Rosemary back and and save Decay and all that stuff. And it just took a sharp left turn, right? Yeah. I don't know what, and and I love that I don't know where it's going. Same. It was heart-wrenching. It was, it was intense. It was, it was a lot, Uh, but I thought it was handled very well. I think Tom Hannafin is a good uh, a good person to be opposite in this case because he plays the straight man and Crazy Steve is just trying to like let his heart out. He requested the time. He's there. Uh, it's 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 different from when Jonathan Gresham sat down with Tom Hannafin and like Hannafin just basically sat there and said, you requested this time and Gresham just talked and got up and left. This time is a little more interaction between Steve and, and Tom. And it's just a really good sit down. I really enjoy it. Um, it's it's very, very powerful stuff. I like it. Yeah. I think there's more than one way to convey emotions in wrestling and Crazy Steve has proven that. It also low-key reminds me of when they did the, um, uh, when they were going through Josh Alexander's history when he was about to challenge Macklin and kind of like what they did for Nick Aldis when they were talking about his way back to Impact Wrestling. I like how Impact has a way to tell people's backstories, especially if they want to do something that's history driven from them. I, I I love it. I love it. Yeah. Some really good stuff. Looking forward to what they conclude with next week. They, they've got a lot to live up to because like I said, if they're just going back to decay, uh, not really what I would like, but again, I'll trust it. I'll let it play mm-hmm. out as they say. And instead we'll move on. Chris Saban is talking about Leo rush winning the exhibition championship. Chris Saban says, I was excited when Leo rush came to impact. But instead, Leo did none of the hard work and cut corners to win the title. And then in walks Samurai Del Sol, who was supposed to be in the match last week, the six-man tag. Uh, instead, he got taken out by Leo Rush. And he says, well, I want Rush. And Saban says, well, Rush isn't here. So instead, it's going to be Saban versus Samurai Del Sol next week. Looking forward to that match. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, what do you think of the segment? Because uh, I'm looking forward to Samurai Del Sol versus Chris Saban. I don't really have any notes. It was a straightforward promo. I'm good. We're going to see him wrestle next week. Come on, Samurai Del Sol. <laughs> Easy. Bully Ray versus Black Taurus in a no DQ match. I'm sure you have comments on this, both pre and post. This is bully on bull action. Okay. I can't condone this, but I can love every minute of it. Really, the the whole thing was bully. Okay. This match was kind of lazy because you had bully come out with the trash cans and they set up the tables. The tables were really for what happened after the match. You had the ladder come out. Sure. Whatever. Uh, Bully Ray gets hit with a twisting senton. And I'm like, why is this happening in a in like a no DQ plunder match? Black Taurus hits that twisting senton and he sets up a ladder on the ground, lays Bully on it and says, going to go for a second one. He misses, Bully rolls off, and then Taurus lands on the ladder and Bully just pins him one, two, three. That was kind of lazy to me, but the post match is why we did it. PCO is here. Bully puts PCO through a table. PCO no sells it, of course. 
Then Bully takes his first bump of the whole night, and then he runs off. Ah, no one's gonna, no one's gonna protect Bully Ray. Girl, girl, let's start off by saying this: Why do baby faces wait until after? After the match to want to do the razzle-dazzle, get in and mess people up. But the heels will come in, fight you, bite you. Like, PCO, this man literally set you on fire. Why did you wait till after the match? With all the stuff they had going on there, I thought for sure. For sure this was about to be a smudge. And then Myers and Moose were going to come out. And they were going to like, Santino, I thought you was the I thought. But Bully winning clean is kind of like. You didn't have to make it no DQ. You, you, I, I guess. The match was fine. The match was fine. Like you said, this is all about the post-match. <laughs> and to me, PCO, no selling the, the table. Fantastic. <laughs> One of my friends was in Discord watching. <laughs> they said, so is PCO a zombie? Is he dead? I said, no, he's just French-Canadian. <laughs> Can't confirm. They're all assholes. Listen, every I don't know anything about Canada except Poutine, Joel H. Hamilton, and Fred. That's all I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a stupid American. Please educate me. Uh, no DMs. <laughs> Tell you what. If I can't educate you about French Canada, I can at least educate you about FightfulSelect.com, the best nice five bucks in the business. Thank you. You want to know who, uh, who was backstage at AEW Dynamite, former WWE stars, former WCW world champion. You want to know who was there? over to fightfulselect.com best five bucks in the business all the cm punk news big and small and all along you want to learn about glassgate go ahead fightfulselect.com and of course the most important piece of news from the last 24 hours cresta we got it we know the identity of leatherface from the texas jeff match on last night's AEW dynamite we know who it is and the reports over on FightfulSelect.com, best five bucks in the business, along with Sour Graps. Of course, Alex Pulaski's there. He's been there since the beginning, doing his thing, talking negative, but like in a fun way. Sean's Q&A, that's every week. Next week, Jimmy Van and I are doing our Q&A, so keep an eye out for that. Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie, and of course, they've got a guest every week. The Weekender Podcast with Steven Jensen, who joins us once in a while to talk about Impact Wrestling. And so much more, your best five bucks in the business, FightfulSelect.com. Cam. That Cam. That Cam. I can't that do Cam. Do we do a Bastin accent for the next segment? Bastin. Oh, I chimed in with the haven't you described the fightful for five dollars every month. No. <laughs> I'm channeling my inner Denise. <laughs> Hundred thousand YouTube subs, and that's what got us here. Edward Edwards is backstage with GM Miller. They ask, how's Lister doing? And he's like, ah, she's a badass. She'll be fine. And then Kazarian walks in. He says, ah, last, what happened last week was the kendo stick. It was an accident. Oh, we're all good. And then they're like, no, we're not cool, bro. We're going to fight again. And I was like, Jesus Christ, please don't. <laughs> Just don't. And I was I was waiting for them to announce it for emergence. And, I, and then all of a sudden, they're like, we're going to take care of this in Massachusetts. And I was just like, Why? Bastin, your cousin Joey from Boston. We're gonna pack a cause in Bastin Yad. We're gonna pack a cause in Killer Kowalski's wrestling school. And they're gonna have a match. I don't know where the ring is gonna be. I don't know if Killer Kowalski's school had a ring or if they trained on the floor, like Jacques Rougeau in the boxing <laughs> rings in the barn. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> I just hope they don't air it at emergence. I just hope I hope what they do is they put it on an episode of Impact where they can film it ahead of time not waste the audience time and not show it to a people who are sitting in the audience at a pay-per-view. This match, first of all, I'm legally obligated to make fun of people from Boston. I'm from New York. I don't make the rules. I'm legally obligated to make fun of them. <laughs> I'm like, you listen to me, this is one step away from having, dude, I'm so mad. I'm throwing a tea in the harbor, Pearl Harbor, not a Pearl Harbor, a Boston, Massachusetts tea harbor fight. Like, bro, this- <laughs> Killer Kowalski wouldn't have wanted this. He would maybe y'all should have bare knuckle fought. That'd have been more to honor him, but he would not have wanted this. Killer Kowalski would have said, "Get drunk and get over it." <laughs> and that would have been it. Instead, we have to have a fight because they're both angry old men. I mean, kind of, sort of, but literally, 
Kazarian was like, dude, we could go our own ways. I messed up. We messed up. And now we know the, the call of the day. He's like, no, we have to still fight. You could have walked away. Just because someone invites you to a fight doesn't mean you have to accept the invitation. But it's pro wrestling. I expect the match to be good. But I agree with you. This needs to be pre-tempt mayhem mansion horror. I don't know. Someone in the chat saying his school had very hard. It was a very hard ring with loose ropes. So basically, <laughs> it was a boxing ring, as we just mentioned. Every time I think of old school wrestling schools like that, the heart dungeon, like you said, what's a ring? Y'all were on the bare floor, and if you started bleeding, it started calling you a baby. <laughs> it's like all the all the schools and like you hear from like Ben Balor being like, we didn't know how to train, we didn't have an access to a ring, we just put mats on the floor and did what we learned in WWF. It's like the, the, like the, the there's a a wrestling oh my god was it Taiwan or Singapore Jericho had some people on his show and it was the same conversation we didn't know what we were doing we were training on the mats and we just did we we recreated what we saw on like Monday Night Raw and I'm like uh... I grew up during a time where right before Raw would go on they'd be like Rob Van Dam, The Rock, and they'd all turn around and say, but don't try this at home. Clearly, a lot of y'all didn't listen. (laughs) Some of you guys, thank you, because now you're wrestlers, but some of you guys are like, bro, you know what they said? What what if you, Tiger, driver someone 91, and then they land on their neck for real? (laughs) Please. It's just... Someone in the chat, yeah, like Norbert's in the chat, just saying, why do we have to have a fourth match between these two? You don't. You know what you should have done at Impact 1000? You do Lish and Edward Edwards versus Tracy Brooks and Frankie Kazarian. Yes. Boom. That's the great nostalgia match. You blow off the Edward Edwards, the Edwards is, 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 and the Brooks Kazarian is, 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 and that's it. We move on. But instead, no, we have to go to our trainer's house, our dead trainer's house, and we're going to train in his gym. And someone's going to be like, it's over, Rock. And then, yeah, I'm making a Rocky reference. It's not very good. I, I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I will say if they do that intergender four-way match, I don't care. I've become an Alish stan. I just want to hear her scream like a little gremlin. Wrestling gremlins are in. Her, Juice Robinson, Vicky Guerrero, all of the really loud ones that just talk the whole match. And just They're in. Wrestling gremlins are in, baby. Let's talk about this main event. Get your humper chats and your super chats in and support us here on the channel. Oh my goodness. Tech Tourney Finals, Rascals defeat Swan and Callahan. I liked the match way more than I thought I would. But really, Crest, the big news coming into this match, the Cash Cab is back. Did you ever watch Cash Cab? That's the one where you would get in and they'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 I have. I've, I live in New York. I've never taken the freaking Cash Cab. So it was, it was very popular in Canada, especially in Toronto where I am on my, it was my birthday or a birthday I was going to cash cab was there like in front of me. And there were people lined up to like get in and do it. And they were signing the waivers. I was like, should I do it? I know I was, but I was alone. I didn't have friends with me to do it with. I didn't end up doing it. Um, I don't know. Do you know the, the, the controversy of the cash cab? No, I'm. I'm so late. I'm so late. Okay, this was a Canada thing, so I don't expect many people to know. Cash Cab hit a guy once. (laughs) In Vancouver, the Cash Cab hit a guy. That's a very American New York. They're like, (laughs) that's not funny. Is the person okay? Uh, No, unfortunately not. This was in 2011. Uh, It was, yeah, no charges have been filed. The incident was under investigation. It canceled the show. That I, that much I remember. Uh, the taxi was disguised to look like a yellow cab, but it wasn't a yellow cab. It was th- for production. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Well. It wasn't one of our drivers. It wasn't one of our taxis. So basically, it looks like it was a... I forget what it was. Maybe it was a production van? Either way... Someone dying on your set, whether intentional or unintentional, will get your show canceled. Well, it's back. (laughs) So there you go. Everything old is new again. And 10 years later, Cash Cab returns. I just want to win some cash, baby. Don't hit me. I need the money. I need the money to actually live. 
Anyways, there's some good stuff in this match. Callahan and Swan work together well. They do. But this was all the Rascals because the Rascals are a great team. They've been together longer. They do the stereo thumb to the eyes and then the stereo moon salts on the outside. That looked good. Wentz hitting that double shooting star, sorry, standing shooting star on Sammy Callahan. And then Callahan doing the cactus driver on Wentz while he compacted his head onto Trey Miguel's chest. Some good stuff there. Uh, super kick into the stomp from Wentz and Swan for 2.9. And then, of course, the four-way super kick spot. Stupid. Loved it. Perfect. Trey hides the spray paint. And then Callahan goes with the pile driver. Trey drops, uses the spray paint right up in the eyes. And then they bring back Hot Fire Flame, which is a move that used to be uh, when Wesley was part of the, uh, the, the, the Rascals, when he was uh, Desmond Xavier. That used to be Trey and Des's thing. Instead, they brought it back, and now Hot Fire Flame returns. Trey pins Callahan. They're going to emergence to face subculture for those tag titles. What do you think, Cresta? The match itself, I already knew what it was. The Rascals was going to cheat. They was going to cheat. But I liked how we got there. The match itself was great. I love that four-way spot where they all kicked each other. Because it was like, we're going to kick you. No, we're going to kick you. Now we're all going to kick each other. Don't you love it when a plan falls apart? (laughs) The match overall, this was really solid stuff from the Rascals. I cannot put over again like what Joel said. That Tiger Driver onto Miguel from Sammy with uh, Wentz. That looked sick. And Swan and Sammy really did a great job here. Their teamwork, their chemistry was impeccable. You would think that these guys were a full-time tag team, for real, for real. So kudos to them. Um, I don't mind the Rascals winning because no shade against Swan and Callahan. I like them together, but I like them better apart because sometimes Callahan likes to do really weird stuff, and I leave Swan out of that. <laughs> that's, that's just me. That's just me. I like Swan. I like when he does his stuff, but sometimes Callahan does death match or the blood stuff, and I, I, I want to see that. I want to see that. So don't involve Swan in it because I like Swan. <laughs> I'm curious as to what those two are going to do moving forward because they're they're still a tag team. They're still a, a viable tag team. They didn't win this, this little tag team tournament, but there's still an opportunity for them to uh, – to strike it big in the tag division in impact. So I don't know what you do. And I don't think I want to see them break up and do a feud because uh-huh. it's just kind of boring to me. We've seen stuff like that before. I mean, there is a hot new up and coming tag team by Joe Hendry and Yuya Uamara that they could get some reps in with. That's actually a very good point. I didn't think about that and it would work. That works for me. Gotta use yeah. your brain, your noggin. <laughs> Never. Wrestling <laughs> versus subculture is coming up. I do like that they're kind of so, they're showing you subculture is uh, they're not on the show, but mm. they're still putting their tag titles up on the line at various independent events outside of the well in the UK where they are. I like that they're at least showing that despite not being on TV, they're putting up the titles elsewhere. I'm fine with that. Uh, I still don't think subculture is going to you know retain this week. Yeah, they got to start putting those tag titles back on the show and highlighting the tag division like that would be better. That's just where I am. I will also say that a lot of things that are going down in the tag division right now, are a lot of multi-man matches with people and stuff. And you've got like the motor city machine guns kind of doing their own thing. So this is a good way for the tag division to get refreshed. You got Yuya and Hendry, Sammy and Swan It's a good way to, like, refresh it. So if there's more people that come out of it, and thank you, Subculture, put some respect on the Impact name and have some of those people like, well, I lost when Subculture was champion, but they did. And, you know, you get eyes on it. So I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And there's a lot to me. There's now more to do in the tag division. If you bring them back, it's not as bad. Yeah, I agree with you. There's plenty. There is plenty that's going on in the tag division without the titles. I'm just ready for those tag titles to start being uh, a primary source Mm-hmm. of the tag division on impact wrestling tv every week but again this does refresh the tag division a little bit so it's not all bad i agree i agree it's not all bad and i wanna see johnny swinger win the dmc and i wanna see yuya and joe hendry win the tag titles that's my song of prayer <laughs> i'm manifesting it and that was impact wrestling for august 17 2023 i'm at joel pearl and Emergence is in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to it. Crest to star. What you got going on? Tell the people, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I teased this for you two weeks ago and then last week, but we're doing it now. After this show, twitch.tv 
or TikTok, Crest Star. We're going to be doing a Baldur's Gate 3 run with wrestling characters. Just come and have some yuck yucks. But if you're like, I don't like video games because I'm allergic to fun, but I like you, Cresta. You can find me anywhere on social media besides Exter, Twitter, I don't know, whatever that app is called now. You can find me at Cresta V Star. I've got a link tree and they can find everything that I do. But anywhere on the internet, that's Instagram, except Facebook, because I don't know. I don't, I'm not a Facebook girl. That's Maybe it. You, be. you know, no. <laughs> All right. Well, easy enough. I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-L-P-A-R-L. Uh, I am in the weeds every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Fightful Overbooked. Go to YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Myself and Jeremy Lambert, we talk about what's going on in wrestling, the TV, the news articles, the big stuff. You want to talk about Anthony Bowens having to come out of both ends after some Taco Bell? Yeah, we talked about that on Wednesday to open the show. That's what you're oh, missing man. if you don't watch in the weeds. You want a big, long rant about letting it play out and sometimes it working out in professional wrestling storytelling? We do that in the weeds. You want interviews with wrestlers? How about Alec Price tomorrow, the IWTV world champion? He joins us at 11 a.m. Eastern on In the Weeds, youtube.com slash Overbooked. Plenty of stuff there. And if not, I'm all over socials, at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-A-R-L. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.